Hey, D. Hey, Nikki. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Bienvenue. Welcome. Oh my gosh, you caught me off guard with all these other languages. I I, I know some. I actually only know that because of cabaret. <laughs> of course. So. Of course. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Grief after dark season two. Dark matter, y'all. You guys. <laughs> our last episode's pretty special. It's we well. It's our last interview. It's our last interview. We'll have one last fare thee well with just us. Yes. A private party, as it were. Hey. You're all still invited. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pierce, the fabulous Fox King. I mean, you're his mom. Yeah. You know him so well. (laughs) Pierce is just freshly 11, yes? Yes. He turned 11 very recently. Yeah. I've known this kid... Since he was just a wee thing, I knit him a baby blanket. Mm-hmm. Like, I know him fresh out of the womb. And I have to say, I have always taken such great pleasure in hanging out with him. Like, he's always been really quite the conversationalist. Yes. <laughs> and he just has always had a heart that shines. Absolutely. He just shines. Absolutely. He is practicing for his adventure that he wants to go on for his YouTube. So, you know, bringing him on was kind of like, hey, come. I bet you'll find out what it's like and you'll be able to, you know, get some practice in. And he was like all about it, gung-ho. And then we get to the moment and the poor thing is like, oh, shit. (laughs) I don't know. What? Where? Yeah, who am I? Is this an alternate universe? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was really funny. We actually we had set a time and sat down with Pierce, and we were probably like ten or fifteen minutes in, and Dee looks over at him and she's like, "You nervous?" And he's like, "Yeah." (laughs) And so we um, we just met again the next day, and then he was feeling a lot better and totally on. I learned things about chickens. (laughs) Yeah, and. I learned things about Pierce, really. (laughs) And uh, the world through the eyes of an 11-year-old little dude. Quarantine has taken a toll on us in in these very subtle ways. Um, Just as you know, like it it wasn't as much as a transition as a lot of people have had to have. So like, I feel like we kind of got off easy. Plus, because he's so cool, you know? So he's really excited to like go back into in-person stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that the biggest toll that it took? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause I mean, you know, we had our favorite places to go. We were always really busy and, you know, being at home all the time, <laughs> you know, while it seems like I'm at home all the time, we were also really busy, like out in the community. So he misses his community activities. And so he's really happy to get back on to all of that. And truth be told, I am too, but I just am more apt to be like, I'm going to shut down as soon as we get out in public. I'm like, I'm ready to go home. Yep. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> so I have to kind of prepare myself mentally for that. Yeah. Just yesterday when we went to the zine festival, which was a a fantastic showing, like everybody was so gracious with them. And, you know, he sold a lot of his books and um, that was the chicken chicken bags that he's going to tell us all about in this episode. 
Absolutely. So awesome. you, you all <laughs> aren't missing anything. He's going to give you all the chicken facts because he's that. that's who he is. He's like, well, I'm going to just give it to you anyway. Here you go. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Take it away, Pierce. <laughs> take it away. This podcast addresses death, difficult emotional content, and contains profanity. Listen with your own motherfucking discretion. (laughs) (laughs) Get your kids. This is Grief After Dark. What's up, Pierce? Um, (laughs) pretty good. How are you? I'm good. How's the morning been at the Anaya house? Pretty good. I woke up sleepy, but yeah, it's pretty good. Me too. <laughs> I woke up at, I think it was about 3.30. Ew. I know. I, I have been doing this for like a couple of weeks now where I will, like my sleep pattern is fluctuating. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to lean into it and I haven't woke up grumpy. So like, that's good. That is good. You know, in the past, I would wake up like real grumpy or something. But I, I suspect that's because like, you know, noise pollution and shit. Like I got somebody snoring. I got the refrigerator and the, you know, the, the dogs, the cats, meow, and the roosters outside crowing and all kinds of shit going on. And I can't get back to sleep because like, you know, I, I like I'm not a light sleeper once I'm asleep. But if mm. I wake up and I have to go back to sleep that's where we run into issues mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes you run into her other room the green room to sleep in there mm-hmm. yeah th- we have this other room in our house where we call it we call it the green room because it's green <laughs> because... and also it's our guest room too yeah you know it's the one room that's the cleanest room in the house yeah so you know in the culture we we growing up there was always a room in the house that we couldn't go into oh and so like you had, you, you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. So it's that one room in the house where like, you know, you're going to get your ass beat if you go in there and touch anything. Even if you look at something, somebody knows that you've been in there and you've been looking at it. <laughs> that's, that's where you keep the nice things that can't get broken. <laughs> no, it's just the cleanest room in the house. It's like, that's the room <laughs> you don't go in. All right. Like, I have to have some place to go where I don't got to look at garbage. I don't have one of those rooms. Yeah, you know, but you also don't have children cluttering up your space either. So it's pretty, you know, I would say that like the mess is probably significantly less than what goes on here. (laughs) You're probably right. I I ain't saying, you know, you're not a mess. I don't know. I I, know. I wish you would. (laughs) But I know that you don't have extra people running around undoing all the cleaning you do no yeah so (laughs) it can stay clean for at least a a week yeah I guess it depends on how you define clean well I mean you know I I, I don't want to get into it because it's gonna make my nerves bad yeah I'm I'm surrounded (laughs) by clutter I don't really want to talk about it either clutter I think is different clutter is different clutter is very different It's, it's still upsetting to my brain though well I mean yeah, but it's also not somebody else's clutter, though. No, it's my clutter. Is that better? Yeah, it is better. Okay. Because I can, you know, 
I don't have problems with walking by and cleaning up my things. Because I can't blame anybody else for the clutter. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Pierce, would you say, are are you a clean person? Or are you a messy person? Both. Both? <laughs> how, how both? Uh, I do make a lot of messes. I do clean them up sometimes. All right. Balance. But, you know, we're at the stage where it's not as important to them to have a clean anything. It's really important to me, but it's not important to them. Well, you guys also have about 350 animals over there that you take care of. (laughs) We can barely hold on to 28 chickens, three dogs, and two cats. We can't. And a bunny. Don't forget our baby bunny. Oh, yes. Our bunny. Yeah. Did you say 28 chickens? Yes. That's a lot of chickens. Well, not as many as they get on the farms. They usually have over 150 to 200 chickens. Can you imagine? If we lived on a farm, yeah, I could imagine. Oh my gosh. I could absolutely imagine. I'm like the crazy chicken lady now. <laughs> like and Elliot's a sheepdog now. Yeah. Not a husky. He's a sheepdog. Oh, well, I mean, he's still our little husky wolf dog who needs so much attention he he and I are a lot of like I've discovered that you know my dog and I are very similar beings are are your dogs okay with your chickens yeah yeah really yeah yeah Rocky's a a border collie Australian shepherd so he thinks it's his job and he gets all upset when we don't let him come outside to wrangle the chickens but he gets rowdy so you know he's like I want these chickens to go in this Mm, get in there. <laughs> so he, he herds the chickens. He does. He herds the chickens. He does keep them in a little area. <laughs> yeah, he 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 will keep them in a little area. He'll prowl back and forth and make sure that they are doing And if they're, they're getting out of line, Rocket will chase them. Yeah. And try to get them back into a little area. And also, when I call the chickens to go inside, I go like, chick, 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 and that's when Rocket's like, ah, he's putting him inside. Let me get out there. <laughs> he's ready to do his job. Yeah, he he wants to do his job. Like, this dog is so excited about doing his job. It's, it's the cutest thing. But it's also, like, it's too much. Like, relax, bro. <laughs> well, it's, it's a farm. Everybody has to have a job. Everybody has to have a job. Lucy, she just likes to talk. She's smaller than all of the chickens. So, you know, she just will mind her own business and find a lap to be in. And she'll bark at them every once in a while. But she won't. She she, she runs away from the chickens. Yeah. Like if they get too close, she's like, oh, dear Lord, I got to go. <laughs> and then Elliot, wherever I am, Elliot goes. And so he will go inside the coop and like make sure things are OK. And, and he's a bad influence. And uh, he'll sometimes he'll like put a chicken's head in his mouth and be like, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and then I'd be like, don't you eat my bird? And he's like, all right, cool. I'm not wow. going to eat your bird. But when we have little baby chicks, though. He is so sweet. He's really sweet with them. And he lets them like jump on him and he kisses them and like he'll sit with me with them. He He's really good with, with the baby animals. I think he knows like. We'll have to wrestle him to the ground if he eats. And, and he'll be kicked out from the house. Yeah, he'll have to live outside. And, and <laughs> or he'll be out in Carolina. <laughs> or California. Right. He's got to go for a ride. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
What's new and exciting? Cheers. Um, I made a class. It's called Lego Time with Peers. Oh, yes. I have questions about that. I have questions about your Lego class. Oh. So, so it's a Zoom class? Yes. Do you guys all have kind of the same thing that you want to build? Um, I make up the challenge. So what kind of challenges have you made up so far? A TV. Ooh. A house. A statue. A vehicle. Um, and that's it. I feel that's like you awesome. did quite a few things, but they they get on there and cackle like little old people <laughs> and, build, and build things. It's really sweet to watch, you know, and, and letting him lead his own classes is pretty fun. What's better than a fun challenge? I mean, a fun challenge know, with Legos. That's what fun challenge with Lego. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's guest speakers sometimes, you know, my friends who my grown up friends who have these really cool Lego sets. <laughs> Wait, I, I, is that just doc, is that just Dr. Rocket? It is Dr. Rocket. We we have a friend, his name is Dr. Rocket. And yeah, well, so, actual name. That's what we call That's him. what we call his name is Dr. Rocket. And so yeah. <laughs> this is your science resource friend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna learn to program from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pierce is a bit of a science genius. A bit, yeah. A, a young, budding science genius. You've been interested in, in rockets for a long time. For a long time. Yeah. You like? What do you like better, building rockets or launching rockets? Both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good um, answer. What's your favorite rocket? Hmm. There's a lot of good rockets. Yeah. When he was little, he used to take my big fat knitting needles. He came into my room one time and was like holding it out to me. And I could just see his mind. And I was like, no, dude, we're, we cannot. <laughs> That's a missile. That is not a rocket. <laughs> we can't know. That is <laughs> yeah, a missile. It was a missile. <laughs> this is like, you're going to put your eye out, friend. <laughs> yeah. Or somebody's. Right. Yeah. Who's your favorite superhero? Thor and the Flash. Thor and the Flash. And I, Tony Stark. And Tony Stark. Of course, Tony Stark is pretty cool. I wouldn't mind having a Jarvis at my disposal. And Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I could get down with some Doctor Strange powers. Um, what else is new? What else is new? I don't know. I could just sit here and talk about chickens all day. It's going to turn into a chicken podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a chicken podcast. Is that bad? <laughs> you know what? We could start one. We could start one. I think we're getting pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, there's books in the works, so. Oh, yeah. There's books in the works. You're, we have the zine festival coming up, and Paris has. My zine. Yes. What's your zine oh, yeah? called? The Chicken Facts book. Mm-hmm. And the next book is about uh, chickens and baby, how to raise baby chicks. Yeah. And then you have the, the Adventures of Fox King. Yes. The Survival Guide for Kids. Yep. So we've, we've got a couple of little projects that we've been working on. You should talk about it more. You're our guest. I already want to read them all. Tell us about the Chicken Facts first. Well, it's a book about chicken facts. Uh-huh. And it has like eight of them or so. Yeah. What's your favorite chicken fact yeah like what what should i what facts should i know about my chickens 
um, depending on what their earlobe is on the side of their head. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's if it's white, they'll lay white eggs. If it's uh, any like a brown or black or any other color, it's going to be a different color egg. This is a fact I didn't know, and I have chickens. <laughs> I have laying chickens. What color eggs do you have? Um, we have a variety, and now yeah. I need to go look at their earlobes. <laughs> yeah, you gotta look at their earlobes. They they kind of range from like a light tan. Uh huh. Um, we don't have any colorful eggs. Uh-huh. So, like, what color is the earlobe if the chicken lays like a blue or green egg? It's red, but it has like feathers over it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It depends. It really depends on the breed, but because yes. there's a real special chicken that's all black, and their lobes are black, but their eggs are also dark. Oh. Oh, and the you could tell her about the combs. Yes, chickens have a variety of combs. Uh, most of them are rose comb. We have a chicken that has a buttercup comb. What's that? It's a comb that has like, it looks like, it's, it, it's like a little bowl. Oh, and the rose comb is like the, it's like the shorter one, right? That's kind of like, yeah. sits flatter against its head. Yeah. And the, uh, what's it called? The combs that's this, are the, like the most natural comb. Oh, the, the one you see most often. The more common combs. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they're called. And then there's the strawberry comb. Yes. That's, strawberry comb is, it's more lumpy and mm-hmm. like it's close to the head too. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between a strawberry comb and a rose comb? The rose comb is more like you can see the little protrusions. Uh-huh. On the top. And on the strawberry comb, it's more lumpy. Oh, yeah. So like, it's not a, it's not a regular comb that you would see like on, on the, the ones that you're used to seeing that go straight up and back. Can I tell you that I'm going to text you a picture of some of my chicken combs after we're done (laughs) and and Pierce can identify them for me. Yeah. All right. I can do that. Awesome. That's how Tim tells our chickens apart. Cause Mm -hmm. like, we've got three that look exactly the same, except their combs are different. Yeah. I feel like ours have a bunch of different personalities. Yeah. All of the chickens have different personalities. What else do you know about chickens? That they can talk to their young inside their eggs. (gasps) No way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that goes with with the different sounds that they make. So I don't know if you sit out and listen to them ever. All the time. So listen for like the difference between when there's an egg and when they're just out chattering okay because each time our chickens lay an egg they go like Uh (laughs) they start cackling real loud out there yep yeah we call it the egg song it's the egg song it is and that's what i'm always like hey go check for eggs y'all uh-huh almost always eggs and there's almost always eggs so it's like they're training me to listen for them. And since our roosters have died, I've been really sad about this. And so <laughs> I've been like, where is my roosters? And we're on we're on the fence of getting new roosters. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. There it's it's just kind of missing in our environment. It's mm-hmm. like pretty sad. We had to have a little funeral. Uh-huh. And uh, and those two roosters have been with us from some from the start. Yeah. So now it's real different because we don't have any of our original 
chickens anymore. Right. How long have you guys had chickens? Um, I we got them somewhere around when I was five or six. So six years. You guys, all I know is you guys had that tiny little black rooster, Darth Vader, forever. You had him so long, I was sad when he died. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader was, was my favorite. Yeah. He was awesome. He was the one who really let me hold him when he was little. So, like, I like he was my rooster. <laughs> so, and, he, and I was the one that called him Darth Vader. And then he, uh, you know, these two, they had their little thing going on. And, and it's real crazy, but like we, I'm like really attached to these birds. So it's like devastating every time something happens, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like the mood really is hits a downshift <laughs> out here, <laughs> but, uh, every time we have to bury a chicken, like we don't eat them once they have a name. I can't, I, I just have a hard time. Like, yeah harvesting so that's the one thing we haven't done here is harvested a chicken because you know we always give them names yeah and then you know I'm thinking of making a a shrine in in the coop for all the ones that all the chickens putting all their names on all the bricks that are out there I love it (laughs) well I mean it is grief after dark after all we got it do some grieving for these animals. And it's real, it's a trip to having like little kids around and, and having to explain like death to them. It's much easier. I think when it's something that occurs naturally, like just, and you, you get to like witness the whole process. Yep. What do you think? I think you're correct. (laughs) (laughs) It it, It worked out pretty well for me. Although I am still sad. Yeah. And you guys bury all your chickens when you lose one, right? Yeah. Or, or I will take their bones. So I have Beyonce's bones and I plan to make a necklace out of one of her bones. She was, she was a special chicken, you know, I have some of Darth Vader's feathers. So I might make some earrings just so I could have Darth Vader with me when I, when I need, you know, when I need to channel my rooster. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, want, I want to wear the earrings. <laughs> okay. You you need two pairs of earrings, one for each of you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's how we do grief over here, as far as our animals are concerned. We haven't oh, we, we haven't um, oh, and the three musketeers. We had three sweet little baby bunnies a couple of years ago. We got a bunny from a friend and the friend didn't know the bunny was pregnant. And like, I had gone out of town and I came back and like the day after I got back, I discovered there's three baby bunnies in there. He's like, you gotta come out and see this. So that's also the other cool thing that happens on the farm is that we get to witness births too. So we witness our cat Ruby. Well, not our cat, not Ruby, but she was born in a drawer. So, you know, being able to be on both sides of the spectrum is pretty cool. Yeah, you see the full circle. Yeah, you got to see the other little kitties too. Yeah, um, Carmel, Albert Einstein, and 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 what was his name again? The little gray one. I don't think we named that one. Oh, but she was real cute too. Mysterio Kitty. Mysterio Kitty. They were born in the drawer here. I think the first time I witnessed something like that my dad had pit bulls 
and Churchill was giving birth to her pit bulls, her little puppies. And it was, just, I remember that being one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. Like the way she was just tending to them. She would like, if she needed help, she would ask for it. Mm-hmm. And then, but she had like 10 or 12 puppies and we're, I was eight, eight, maybe nine. Yeah. Sitting here witnessing this puppy. Yeah. The miracle <laughs> of birth. Yeah. yeah. And so I've always had that in my mind to share with my kids. And so. And, and guess what it did? It happened. And it happened. <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to do a casual fire? I feel like all we did was ask random questions, which is awesome. We just did a whole episode of casual question hour. Is there anything that you want to tell younger people about handling grief or anything? Um, I just know they're always with me. Right. In my heart and my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think adults need to listen more to kids when they're talking about their issues or? Yes, if they ask. Yeah. Or, or they just need it. Yeah. Do you feel like you need to talk a lot or do you prefer to like work things out on your own? I uh, do a little bit of both and being wacky is one of them. Hmm. Being wacky. Same. Being wacky. How does being wacky help? It, it brings fun. That's important. It makes other people laugh, which makes me happy. Noted. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. And that's why I'm just wacky, like, every day. I can attest to this. He is wacky. Yep. And, and I mean, honestly, though, he, he got that very honestly. So it's like a, it's, it's an inherited trait. (laughs) I will attest to that. No, I come from a long line of clowns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the descendants must also be clowns yeah and adam's (laughs) not lacking wacky either it true story (laughs) story so it was kind of inevitable or inedible inedible nobody's gonna eat you Our casual fire questions he wants to he wants to re-answer is okay. what would you do with two million dollars? <laughs> I have I changed my answer. Well tell us what it is. Is to build a giant and really cool robots and uh give a lot of the money to the animal rescue society. Nice. Nice. You know, rescue the animals. <laughs> I yeah, I want to hear about the robot. What would the giant robot do, though? Of the pay of five cents, uh, it will do one. <coughs> it will do one thing. Yes. For you. Oh, so you have to pay the robot to do things for you? Well, it depends on who it is. Oh, okay, cool. If Clear. Cl- of course, it does your bidding for free. Uh, they would have to play random sense. Everybody I know could do it for free. Right. Okay. So they, you get the friends and family discount if you know, to use the robot. Fantastic. Yes, but it's if it's a random person, they have to pay five cents. Five cents. That's kind of, that's, that's a little steep for me. Five cents? <laughs> yeah. Who has change lying around? I, I think you should, I think you should raise your price already. But then, but then nobody's going to end up using the robot. Well, there you go. <laughs> what would you do? With $2 million? 
I would take a break. That's what I would do. <laughs> oh, a vacation does sound good. I got to say, my answer is still the same. I would take a vacation until I could think about how I'm going to use my $2 million. Yep. <laughs> a vacation does sound nice real right about now. Yep. I would, uh, I would lay myself down on a nice warm beach right by the water and ponder the best things I could do with $2 million. I would rather be in the jungle next to a river. Deal. Nice. Nice. Would you rather never need sleep or never need to eat? Never need sleep. <laughs> same friends. Same. Because I I love I love eating my mom's cooking. Oh. He's so nice to me, and my dad's cooking. <laughs> he of of all of us, he's the nicest. <laughs> I like food and sleeping so much. I guess I'd rather not sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with Same. that. I would I would rather. I I mean I love sleeping and I love eating. I love I I love eating more than I love sleeping though. They might be neck and neck, but I would rather like just doing all the things that I could do. If yeah. I never need to sleep, shit, man. The house would be always clean. Here we are again. <laughs> we have arrived full circle at our clean house. Yep. Always. <laughs> so it's like, like when a person's coming over like 10 minutes, in like 10 minutes, we'd be like, we got this. No, listen. And, it, and, it, and, the, and it's like our house is like such a mess. All the time. <laughs> yep. Just put it all in a pile in the room they're not going in. I know this game. You can go to the room that is the cleanest in the house. Right. <laughs> Please wear this blindfold, which I shall remove as soon as you are in the clean room. Uh, would you rather be bulletproof or run really fast? Wait, Superman's bulletproof and he's fast. True. And he has laser eyes and super breath. True. Wait, if he has free breath. He's an alien, so, you know. Yeah, don't don't they say Superman's faster than a speeding bullet? Superman is faster than a speeding bullet. But if you're Neo, you ain't even got to dodge bullets. Yeah, that would be Neo. (laughs) That would be Neo than Superman. Well, I mean, like, what? which of these would you rather? Bulletproof? (laughs) Really fast or fast. All you have to do is like with pew pew pew. Right. And we all know I love me some Barry Allen. So if you were were on the flash, we would this like I said, this house would be infinitely clean. (laughs) I would never have to ask anybody to clean. It would just be clean. And our house would be literally sparkling. And once again, I think it's hilarious that we're trying to figure out if we'd rather be bulletproof or super fast. And we're saying super fast because then the house would be clean. <laughs> exactly. All right. I'll take it. Yep. Exactly. Same. I mean, the cleanliness part, I think, is the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're right, Pierce. If you're fast enough, you can just run away from the bullet. Mm-hmm. Right. Smart. Hey, hey, hey. Who's standing around trying to get shot anyway? <laughs> Who's doing that? Well, that, unless a person who wants to die. I mean, I don't know any of those people. So <laughs> hey Pierce. 
I was I was really hoping we could end this with one of your dad jokes. <laughs> um, should I do the same ones or different ones? Which whichever whatever you want to tell me. I really like that beer joke. Go Here. ahead. <laughs> uh, I used to didn't like beards, but then they really grew on me. <laughs> yep. It's funny every time. It's a good one. I've heard it about 35 times already. And it's still funny. (laughs) It's still funny. (laughs) One more for the road. (laughs) All right. Why did the truck go to the doctor? Why did the truck go to the doctor? Uh, he had the pickups. (laughs) (laughs) He had the pickups. (laughs) Thank you, Pierce. Thank you, Pierce, for coming to, to hang out with us today and talk about some, some stuff and things. I know you want to start your YouTube channel, so we figured we'd give you a little bit of practice. Yeah. <laughs> it was my pleasure to be on you with you. Oh, it's his pleasure. Truly, the pleasure was mine. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, bro. Cheers. <laughs>